What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Next Guy Up podcast weekend preview. We have got an action-packed episode for you guys today. We have got college playoffs. We've got bowl games. We've got NFL heating up. We are in the final stretches before playoffs. Uh, a lot to get to. Lots of picks to give out to fade because uh, our parlay has gone 0 for 3, all three legs, a few weeks in a row now. Uh, but we've got to switch that around. Uh, but before we get into all of that, speaking of betting, we were just talking. Mason said, save it for the pod, so I'm, I've got it all fresh in my brain. We are talking about this Brock Purdy MVP ticket. Mm. Now, mm-hmm. Mason, Mason has some more details on it, but from what I've gathered, a, a gentleman bought someone's Brock Purdy MVP ticket for $12,000 right before the Ravens game. Brock Purdy is now no longer the favorite. He was at one point minus like 150 to win. Yeah, so I found the article here. An unidentified gambler sold their $2,000 bet to win 200000 at the odds of 100 to 1 on Brock Purdy to win the NFL MVP award on Prop Swap. Did not know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. For $125,000. Holy. What? That was the greatest, so, ca- greatest cash out of all time, right there, from my guy. So guy some guy it. bought it. Yeah. And at the time, the odds on favorite was Brock Purdy at minus 200. And at some places, it was minus 235. The buyer at PropSwap, an online secondary market for active sports bets, is uh, so paid 125 to collect um, 202, which innates the odds of the minus 162. Uh, so... What happened over the weekend, if you are not aware, Brock Purdy threw four interceptions and his odds of minus 200 changed to plus 1,200 with Lamar Jackson taking the leads uh, for the favorite at minus 190. Number one, how sick are you if you're that guy that bought that ticket? And then what do you think of the guy that sold that ticket? Did he see into the future? Did he know something was up? Like, what are we thinking? That's that's crazy story. Well, what I want to know is how did you get any starting NFL quarterback at plus 100? Like, those odds? That is wild. It didn't say what book he bought it off of, but, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Because, I mean, there's like – that's you're talking about that's wide receiver level preseason MVP odds. He's Mr. A start, Irrelevant. He's starting quarterback maybe, for one of yeah. the best teams in the league. That's pretty – that's crazy. Um, yeah, no, that dude – Talk about the biggest win of his gambling life, probably. I mean, Brock could still oh, yeah. win it. He could still win it, but I mean, it doesn't matter now. He's done. He cashed yeah. out, baby. Yeah, he took that cash out and he ran. What'd you think about that, Zach? You're all about the cash cashing out. So oh, that guy was super smart. I mean, there's no way at this point in the season. I think if you're sitting on that ticket, that that's the smart thing to do. Um, obviously, so unpredictable. part of you is like, uh, what if he still makes it? But at this point, you if you've you've made over a hundred thousand dollars, like that's good money off a two thousand dollar bet. Yeah, two thousand dollar bet is crazy. So his his bet would have paid out two hundred thousand, 
but he cashed out for 125. So you're basically now you're missing out on $75,000, but you locked in on a price that we still have two weeks left and you saw right. how much changed. Yep. So pretty wild. Um, speaking of the greatest bet of all time, we have the longest odds of any winning bet in 2023 that was placed and won. One day will be one of us, correct, Tens? Oh, it's yeah, it's coming. Maybe and this we were, day. Maybe, maybe this one. Maybe this one. And listen, if you look at this bet, Tinsley, is this not an? It's not off the wall. When isn't no. this probably something you've made before you, in your life? You could literally tell me all those guys scored, and it's not. There's not one name where it's like, who the heck is that? The only the one player you could say that for is maybe Chris Rodriguez, uh, Rodriguez for the uh, Commanders. And yeah. he was promoted as the starting running back because Brian Robinson was out. So it's not even like it was some dude that you didn't know of. Backup he was already, running he was back or something. Touches anyway. Yeah. Um, and was named the starter. So yeah, that's it. I saw it and I was like, man, that is wild. So if anybody doesn't know, guess what the longest odds for this, uh, wh- what it placed in? You guys want to guess in DraftKings history? Like the biggest odds for all time. For it to actually hit? Third. Yeah, for it actually to hit. Oh. third. Zach? Um, I don't know. I feel like people sometimes will do crazy parlays and just put like 10 cents on them or something and just play huge amounts of them that are just crazy odds. And then one of them hits, you make a ton of money. So I don't, I know. don't know what the payouts were, for, but this is the third longest odds of any winning bet in DraftKings Sportsbook history. Wow, yeah. Let out. me just, so it was $5 to pay out, and it wasn't a free bet or anything. It was just an actual $5 to pay out $489,383.01. I wonder how much of that's taxed. Um, let me just spout them off. I'm literally rapid fire here. 14 picks. Najee Harris, uh, Gabriel Davis, Jameer Gibbs, DK Metcalf, Jerome Ford, Chris Rodriguez Jr., Jonathan Taylor, Calvin Ridley, James Conner, Raheem Moster, Jonathan, uh, Javante Williams, Isaiah Pacheco, DeAndre Swift, and the last one that everybody was like, did he cash out or not? Everybody was freaking out about Christian McCaffrey. Yep. But if that last one would have been anyone else on the list, I think they probably would have cashed out. Like it wouldn't have been a high enough odd. It wouldn't have been a high, uh, or it would have been a a cash out, but it wouldn't have been as high. If you have somebody with low odds like he did, at minus probably like two hundred or something. Yeah, it's minus two hundred. But if if he would have had like a five string wide receiver in there, his because the probability of it hitting is very low, he would have not had a great payout, but. But what if you yeah. what if you hit all of thirteen and the last leg was like uh, Chris Rodriguez or something? All of a sudden, you're, you're looking at that last one and you're like, oh no! You're yeah. putting your whole half well, million you're probably on cashing out. Yeah. yeah, you're cashing out. It's wild though. I mean, good for him uh, that he's he's blown up on social media now. He's just like a regular dude. Uh, he, he posted a video this morning. Uh, DraftKings was like hitting him up like, hey. Let's let's do like an interview. Like, tell us what the next bet is. So he he was like, uh, I'm not gonna go crazy. I'm still gonna go back to betting how I was. Um, he's taking the money. He's being responsible. He's paid off his student loans, credit cards, and then he said he's put the rest. He's gonna put the rest into an investment account. Um, mm. 
but his, his he had he had a bet tonight and it was drum for a touchdown so cash he's <laughs> he hit again because drum for just scored as we started uh, recording the rich get um, richer <clears throat> so <laughs> but i don't know it's pretty it's pretty wild um I was I sent another one too, and this wasn't on the sheet, but it's happening in real time. Uh, have you guys seen what's going on with the Pistons? They've lost twenty seven games in a row, and yes. if, you, if you were to roll a hundred dollar better, you'd be up like over four hundred k. So everyone, it, it, it became trending on Twitter tonight to bet the Pistons to win because they were plus nine hundred, just. <laughs> Plus nine hundred. That that's like the equivalent of like MTSU playing against Alabama on the money line. These are both professional football or basketball teams. Well, they're currently up sixty six to forty seven at halftime. So against wow. two, the, they're playing the Celtics. Wow. The, the books the the books would get cooked. <laughs> it was literally trending. It was like one of the most bet on games in the NBA tonight. It was. I wonder what the Pistons uh, NBA championship uh, odds are right now. I'm about to put know. like a quarter on it. Make <laughs> I'm going to be the next uh, DraftKings millionaire. Watch me. They had a promo where it was would they win a, would they win another game this year like. The, <laughs> Where 2023 was over, and it was like plus 2,000. <laughs> this is so, what they needed, guys. This is they just needed one win. It's gonna turn it around. So you know how hard it is to get a Super Bowl winning team like to hit on it. There's so much chaos in the playoffs. The Pistons had a plus 900 odds to win tonight's game. The Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, which there are four teams ahead of them, is at plus eight hundred. So you would have been better off just betting the the Pistons to win tonight's game with better odds, better yep. payout than the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. It's crazy. I know that was off topic, and it's happening in real time, so it's not super applicable to our podcast that comes out tomorrow morning. But it's I don't know. I'm keeping my eye fun. on it. Uh, there's our okay, NBA, so NBA talk for the month. Pistons, Hornets, Wizards, Trailblazers, Jazz, and Spurs are all plus a hundred thousand to win. Pick one, Zach. Just pick Maybe one. I'll put, I'll put a I'll put ten cents on all of them. Ooh. Can you imagine? <laughs> it Let's just takes one. Just takes one. hundred bucks. But what if I put a hundred dollars oh. on this Pistons? Now we're talking. Hundred thousand. Now we're cooking, Zach. That's, That's how you become a millionaire. <laughs> Am I thinking about it? Uh, do it. Bet you won't. I might. He might. Watch. All me. right. Let's see. I'm okay. So that was that was our little intro. Bet those yeah. the, the update of the betting world. Um, we have got college football galore to dive into. If you yeah, if you do. if you rode with me and Zach, see last week we kind of talked about how we were gonna go we were gonna go head to head this bowl season and, and see who could have the better record. And then turns out we agreed on all five of our picks last week. So we made a parlay yeah. instead. Uh, forever, forever bump Louisville. Every time I drive through there to go to the Jags Colts game, <laughs> I will uh, won't be stopping. They won't get any of my money for Garbage. gas, food, anything. Uh, down with the whole city because um, yep. they they couldn't beat 
fourth string, third string wide receiver or uh, quarterback from USC. And it looks like they're going to be they're going to be the dagger because I, I have a feeling NC State's going to finish off tonight, and then Arizona I'm big on. Um, yeah, that was a tough one. I felt tough. pretty good about that bet. I, I feel like it was going well and it just crashed and burned around us at the last minute. So, yeah, uh, USC looked much better than I expected them to look. Who would have expected this Miller kid to throw six touchdowns in his like debut? So, shout out to that kid. It's a good game, yeah. but it ruined our stupid parlay. <laughs> so we've Zach has his own. We've got the New Year's Six games and the playoff game um, this weekend, yep. and then so Zach has his own parlay cooked up over there. We only did money lines, and then I've got mine as well. Um, I think we're going to disagree a little bit this time. I would hope so with ten picks, but we'll yeah. see. So let's. Let's let's hit it. Let's get going here. All right, I will. <laughs> I'm looking back at my list now, guys. My uh, my SEC bias is kind of going crazy right now, so we'll see if if that comes to fruition or not. <laughs> um, my Big Ten anti Big Ten bias and my SEC bias are really shining through these ten games. So we'll see what how it, how it plays out. Okay, we're just gonna rapid fire. We're not gonna spend too much time on any one game because we got ten games here. Uh, but we're just going to kind of give our picks maybe just a, a short reason why we think that's going to happen. Starting off with Kentucky-Clemson. This is happening tonight. If you're listening to this on Friday, uh, I took, I'm took i taking Clemson here. Um, a couple reasons. I don't, I don't have a ton of reasoning, but I, I would say that Clemson, I know, has not looked great this year. Um, I don't think they've looked... Lose to Kentucky in a bowl game bad this year, though. And I think, uh, you know, they have something to prove a little bit. I don't know. I just don't see them losing to Kentucky here. They're they're favorites. Kentucky has been up and down with it. They lost to Louisville at the the end of the season. I don't think Kentucky is great. Uh, No, they beat Louisville. Shoot, they beat Louisville at the end of the season. I mean, Kentucky had a decent season overall. But I'm going Clemson there. Uh, What do you think, Tens? Yeah, I'm on Clemson as well. I think um, them getting Club Club Klegnick or whatever his name is, the quarterback mm. back. He's coming back. He's looking. Oh, you know, he's gonna be. A, yeah, he's gonna. Or I, I haven't seen where he's not. Um, he's gonna be the starter next year. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Clemson's kind of got a good class coming in. Uh, yeah. Dabo finally hit the transfer portal, and so I, I do think they're gonna have. Um, a good season next year. I think they're going to kind of ride the momentum of this game into yeah. the off season. And there's a little bit of awkwardness with Kentucky. I feel like because Stoops had that job, and then yeah, that's true. Kind of he's on his way out. The tracks. Yeah, and uh, I don't know how much they've really been hit with the portal or uh, um, NFL draft because I don't know they weren't super talented top to bottom this year. So yeah, I'm on Clemson. And they get a big uh, Georgia guy in the transfer portal. As far as like stars, I think it was quarterback, wasn't it? No, I'm not. Uh, I got a big Georgia. I think it was a quarterback, actually. Shoot, I don't remember. Sorry, Some, somebody that's good podcasting. It's good, isn't it? Okay, it was, we can I, move on. For sure, it was quarterback, but it's not someone who's playing in the bowl game. Somebody, yeah. Okay, next um, we have Oregon State Notre Dame. Tens, who you got? 
I've got Oregon State here. Um, yeah, you've got – okay. I was wondering if this would be one. I'm not picking Notre Dame in this bowl game. Yeah, Notre Dame's missing Sam Hartman. Uh, on the other side, Oregon State is missing their head coach, and DJU has transferred um, a couple offensive linemen as well. But the yeah. coordinators that have been there for a while are staying to coach the game for the bowl game. Um, that's big. The, they had a really good, talented freshman quarterback who is going to start for Oregon State, and he would kind of come in. They would do like a rotation with him and DJ every once in a while. It was kind of weird, but he's he's a good athlete. Uh, he's going to seize yeah. the opportunity and maybe try to take up the job next year. Um, and they've got some really good running backs, and I just I think Notre Dame's just not got the guys to run with a pretty good Oregon State team. Zach, didn't you cash a minus eight hundred because of Notre Dame? Cashed it. Future Fridays, the beginning of the season, I said Notre Dame will not be making the playoffs, and guess what? They're not in the playoffs. Go ahead and go ahead and put that ticket in for next year as well. Uh, so, uh, Oregon State, you know, I, they were kind of um, they kind of ended up on the bad end of the deal with this entire uh, Pac-12 situation. It is a real bummer for them, honestly. Lost their head coach. Uh, I am going to choose to believe that they're going to fight through this and kind of make this a a one last hurrah with this uh, with this team. And so I think they take down Notre Dame. But also, I just can't choose Notre Dame. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Next up, Missouri, Ohio State. Uh, a little bit of a a spoiler. This is one of my game in the weeks of the week. Um, I think this is just going to be a really interesting matchup here. Ohio State obviously underperformed this season. Well, mainly in one game, the only one that mattered. Um, quarterback is out. McCord is at going to Syracuse, which is just some wild stuff there. This is not a very good look for your program when you have a quarterback transferring to Syracuse from Ohio State. So um, playing Missouri, a team who is going for their 11th win this season, Kind of had a, a season, honestly, similar to Tennessee's last year where they kind of came out of nowhere, surprised some people, uh, had some really good players do some kind of come out of nowhere, seem like they're a program on the way up, have all the momentum against one of these perennial powerhouse, Ohio State, who had an off year a little bit, never really performed expectations. Uh, I'm taking the underdog, Missouri, in this one. I think it's time to shock the world, baby. Going to Ohio State. Um I don't know. I, I just think that's going to be a really fun game. No, I agree. I think there's going to be some points. I think Mar- there's it's still rumored Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to play. He was at practice this week. Who's throwing it to him? Yeah, that's the thing. Who's throwing it to him? Um, it's a good question because I don't. I really don't know. I think they've got his. <laughs> they have his high school quarterback on the team. Um, wow. But he's not even going to be the starter going into next year. Um, I don't know if it was 100% confirmed or not, but apparently Kansas State's quarterback uh, that was the starter all year is transferring to Ohio State, mm, which that's pretty pretty big deal if that's true because he's very good quarterback. He's he's the typical like Ohio State very good quarterback, so they could be back on the map uh, next year. Um, but I am also on Missouri. I think I think uh, their quarterback's playing right, Brady. Uh, I think so. As far as I know, I've, I've been trying to find like like official news on it. There's nothing official. That's what's annoying about these a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but, but he's still with the team, so I assume he's going to play. 
Um, and they have a good defense, and I just don't think Ohio State's really going to care as hard as they got hit by the transfer portal. That is the question here. Yeah, will Ohio State show up to play or not? Um, I think a lot of them feel like it's playoff or bust at this point and with their program, and I just have a feeling it might be a give-up time with so many players uh, already gone. So that's where I'm at for that. Okay, next up, Ole Miss-Penn State. Uh, tens. I am on Ole Miss. Uh, Lane, <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> okay. Lane, Lane Kiffin, uh, he's got the offensive side of the ball ready to roll. Yep. And Jackson Dart is coming back next year. Um, so he's he's definitely – and then he's hit the recruiting trail hard, transfer portal hard for defensive players. He's looking to take momentum into the offseason. That's kind of a big thing with, with me is I look at programs yeah, that are – that are using these bowl games, they get an extra few weeks of practice, so it's to yep. get them ready for spring. And a team like Ole Miss can use this the opportunity to jump, you know, get a jump start on next year. And they're definitely a team set up to do it. And I just don't really see much out of Penn State. Like they're, I'm, I'm I side with you where I think the the Big Ten is very overrated. Well, Penn State especially. I mean, their schedule was extraordinarily soft. The only two big games they had, they lost. Uh, pretty bad. I mean, their defense is pretty good, I think. And so um, they might stop Ole Miss and not let them score as much, but I, I think Ole Miss wins this one. I agree. I think they pro- maybe have more momentum than anyone in the nation right now. Uh, pushing into this offseason, I think they're just going to ride it, where Penn State had another disappointing season, kind of a mediocre. Their the record looks good, similar to like an Iowa, but they're, all of their fan base know that they underperformed when it mattered so okay we have a couple of um of of huge spreads coming up here uh we have georgia uh we don't have to spend a ton of time here Uh, florida state is like they have like 20 people who aren't playing or whatever it's they're a disaster right now yep the only question is if they come out trying to like with something to prove which was kind of the storyline, but they don't have the talent to do it now, even if they wanted to. All their best um, players are gone. Now, I will say a couple of Georgia's big uh, star players are not playing. Brock Bowers, uh, rumored to not be playing. But I don't think it matters. I think Georgia wins handedly. No, I think Georgia's backups are going to be able to handle Florida State's uh, fourth string guys here because I legitimately at quarterback it's not even the kid who replaced Jordan Travis. Yeah, it's like it's, third string, right? Or fourth the, string? It's, it's like fourth string. Both the backup and then the backup backup both hit transfer portal. <laughs> so <laughs> Ooh, that's Florida State didn't make the playoffs and everybody was like, well, we're out of here. Be handed an awful lot. Yeah, that's that's gonna be ugly. Uh, okay, a really interesting one here. I think this is maybe the only one ten, Tens and I are going to disagree on. Um, LSU-Wisconsin. Um, yep. Tens, what do you got? All right, so I don't have any deep – I don't have any deep thoughts here. Jay Daniels is not playing. Oh Na- yeah. Neighbors is not playing. LSU's defense was, couldn't stop a nosebleed all year long. Yeah, that's uh, fair. That's Wisconsin's fair. not good either. But I do think with uh, with Fickle taking over, this is his first year, he's going to, like I've talked about, use these extra practices to get ready to spring into the spring season, 
use these extra practices to get his team ready. He's got a plethora of quarterbacks. He's got a very good run game, and Wisconsin does play defense. So we don't know what we're getting out of LSU's offense because it's not Jaden Daniels and the star wide receiver and neighbors. So give me Wisconsin. Um, I took it both ways. Underdogs, yeah, like 10-point underdogs. Yeah, I took Wisconsin plus 10. So all these picks that we've given out, we have personally taken in a money line parlay. I've done Wisconsin plus ten, but I've also done them in a money line parlay as well. Yours are going to be uh, much, much more juiced. Yeah, it was it was a dollar ninety to win five hundred and eighty dollars. That's pretty good. So, so I had LSU there. Uh, we'll quickly run through these next couple as well, and then we'll we'll round it up with our. Was, um, was Wis- or are you taking LSU just taking LSU. SEC, SEC biased? You know, I, yes. I mean, I get. I mean, they they should have the athletes, right? <laughs> they should have the athletes. Ten point favorites. I was. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, yes, you're missing your star player, which like that should count for a lot. But um, he was their whole offense. But I, I think that they pull it out regardless. I think that. I don't know. I didn't see anything from Wisconsin this season that was like, you know, Wisconsin might be a good team. No, you're definitely right. Wisconsin broke my heart a few times. Uh, that's why I, I took the plus 10 and the money line. <laughs> okay. Oregon Liberty. Uh, I'm taking Oregon. We don't have to talk about that one too much. Yeah, They're minus um, 850 money line. By the way, Georgia was minus 1350 money line. They were 20, they're 20 point favorites over Florida State. That line just keeps growing. 20-point favorites over should have been in the playoff Florida State. Uh, crazy. Okay. Um, Tennessee-Iowa, uh, last non-playoff game we're going to talk about here. Um, I'm taking Tennessee. I think Iowa is – their offense is just horrifyingly bad, even with Tennessee's defense being pretty much depleted all the way. I mean – I just don't think that that Iowa's offense is going to be able to do anything. There's a lot of energy around Tennessee's program right now, especially with our uh, Nico being announced as the starter. I think it's enough to take the W there. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, Iowa does not have the juice to. They don't have any. They're garbage. Yeah. Okay. Last two big ones. Uh, We have, and so this is my other game of the week here: Alabama, Michigan. On New Year's Day, these are our two playoff games, obviously. So we have Alabama-Michigan. Um, I am taking Alabama here. I know that Tins agrees with me because it's, um, well, we'll talk about it later. But uh, Bama-Michigan, this has been circled as the, one of the biggest matchups. A uh, really fun game. Uh, that's why I picked it as my game of the week. Uh, talk about two kind of perennial powerhouse teams. One has dominated the season, has come in as the number one overall seed after beating Ohio State. A lot of controversy around it. Alabama's coming in after that early season loss, kind of with a lot of controversy there too, uh, sneaking in over Florida State. But uh, they are, I think it's like a point and a half. It's not very much. It's it's a pretty close line. It's something like that. Two points. Yeah. Uh, so it's a really, really tight game. Uh, I'm taking Bama. I think Tins is too. Tins, anything you want to say about that one? Uh, just I'm on I'm on Alabama. Uh, after I saw the the live video of how Michigan responded to Alabama getting in, that's all I needed to know. That was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I think Alabama is is much, much better than anyone Michigan's seen this year. I think this is where Michigan's just super soft schedule is going to come back to kill them because they have not seen anything like Alabama. Yep. I heard that Alabama was only watching uh, film. Did you see this? Uh, they're, they're not allowed to watch film on iPads, apparently. Oh. Uh, something about like, <laughs> it didn't really make a lot of sense to me. But apparently they're like their screenings of the film has been very uh, super secure and they can only watch it in groups like on a TV live. They're not allowed to watch it, I guess, because of how much has been said about Michigan trying to get advantages and things. But well, Michigan's linebacker coach that got fired for all that scandal. Yeah, he got he's on he's on at Bama's staff as of two days after the playoff announcement. <laughs> Nick Saban plays 3D chess. It's crazy. When he had, he ended up with Butch Jones on his staff as well. Yep. Um, That's funny. He always does that. It feels like he goes and gets like a minuscule, like position coach, like assistant linebacker coach or offensive line coach from a team he's playing in a bowl game. And he gets, he just squeezes all the info he needs out of him. He just likes getting him on his staff just so they can know. Even if it's, I feel like even it's just like, yeah, they're going to do this on this day. They're going to like have this bedtime at this time of night. This is how yeah. – like probably not scheme stuff, but more just like how are they operating? How can we get it, get any advantage possible? They always like to have blueberry muffins at the hotel for breakfast. <laughs> Guess what? Nick Saban's not going to let you have blueberry muffins. All the blueberry muffins. He'll have them all in his room stacked up. Like, how's actually, <laughs> I actually watched like a short story on this because – the uh, coach gets fired and they get all the dead money that's paid from the previous team, then Alabama will turn around and pay them pennies. Like say, hey, I'm going to hire you for $12,000 for the year, but you're getting $6.5 million from your previous school. So... And now we, I can bring you back, rise from the ashes, and you can finally be relevant again eventually. But why don't oh, you yeah. give me a little bit of that information? He's got like 15 coaches that are all like in this small little room with him hovering around. Crazy. Give them all the details. Yeah, it's like, like coaches who, if, if they weren't employed, they would have to, they have to be searching out a job. So I think if they get a job like that, then they can say, oh, I do have a job, but still get like paid the difference. Right. From their old, so it's a way to like, work at a super cushy job. It's like an assistant coach, but still make head coach salary, which is kind of wild, but that's why that, that's why Bama's a machine, but I've got some more, I got a little bit more stats and stuff. I'm going to give during my best bet is a, is a teaser. That is my best bet is Alabama money line. There it is. Yeah. I've been on that one for a long time. I actually have that as a bet as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty heavy on Alabama winning it all. I've got a couple. You're also pretty heavy on Oregon winning it all. I was. Yeah, that was a fun fun ride. (laughs) Lost many bets. Many, many bets. Okay, last one. Last one. Texas-Washington. Interesting matchup here. Uh, I think it's actually a really interesting matchup. Tins, who do you got? (sighs) This one was – this is probably the toughest game for me to pick. I know. It was tough. Um, Washington, what Washington does well is what, ba- or I'm sorry, what Texas doesn't defend well. Texas's mm-hmm. secondary has kind of been iffy all year long. Um, and Washington can, can light you up that way. They've, they're three deep at receiver. Um, 
and Penix has played very well. But I do – I'm going to take Texas here. I think they're going to play ball control, um, maybe maybe play a little bit more physical than what Washington would like. And I'm going to go that way. But, I mean, it's honestly – it's a coin flip for me. I'm also on Texas. Uh, I, I've honestly not been on Washington all season. Uh, and primarily it's because they are obviously just – incredible at offense but defensively are so bad and i think um texas's defense may be the best defense they've played all season so far yeah i would almost assuredly so um Penix has has had moments of greatness and moments of he's not been very good and so i think there is very little room for error washington's only chance is to get in a shootout which i think texas can also do i mean they've got the firepower they've quinn yeah. is obviously an elite talent they can get in a in a shootout if they want, but I think Texas' defense is also not going to let them put up 56 or 60 right. points the way that they have been doing all season. So, A lot of comparisons I've seen is uh, like Oregon, Oregon State, you know, is a team that would like to run the ball and play physical and defense. And that's what Texas wants to do too. Mm-hmm. Um, but Washington made Oregon State get into a shootout, and Oregon State wasn't ready for that. Like you said, Texas can do it. Texas got – yeah. Good skill position guys. Quentin Ewers is a, is a good quarterback. Um, so if they want to go that route, Texas, I feel like, can win in a shootout too. So yeah. that's that's kind of why I lean that way. Um, so that was fun. We we only disagreed on one pick. I was expecting a little, a couple more. So our, our bowl game uh, prediction contest is going to come down to LSU Wisconsin. It looks like so. There we go. One we go. The heavy hitters. <laughs> the <laughs> biggest one of us. Only one of us can win our parlay as well because of that, potentially. Uh, one of us oh. might win on that one. What if? That Could you hard. imagine? I'm um, taking your parlay just to cover my butt now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I might put a little bit. Um, but I'm in $2.22 bet to win $410. That's pretty good odds right there. That is. That's that's a good winner. return on your investment. I'm at, uh, oh, I was wrong earlier. I bet $1.32. To win five seventy one on the all money line version, mm. and then the one where I took Wisconsin uh, plus ten was uh, two dollars to win three forty eight. Wow, pretty good. So Wisconsin could really come through for your boy. Dang, that was pretty good. <laughs> okay. Well, we spent too much time on college, probably. We could wrap that up there. Um, and I went ahead. I kind of already did my game of the week as well. So we can transition to NFL now. All right. Um, news-wise, Mason, I didn't really have anything. I think kind of the same thing as last week. We've got the same teams kind of uh, battling for first seed. I think the only thing you could really talk about is the Chiefs are falling apart. Um, you hate to see it. You hate to see the drama unfolding. Patrick Mahomes crying on the sidelines, yelling at his offensive linemen. Uh, it's good stuff. It, it, it's really good stuff if you have an a, if you're a fan of an AFC team that, that you know could maybe make a run without the Chiefs being there, but your team's also broken and idiots and makes you want to throw up. Um, so that's my NFL update. I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to add. I want to dive deep into all the scenarios of what teams have to make what happened to get into the playoffs next week with it okay. being yeah oh, and we're, i'm about to be heartbroken because 
it's like we blink and the NFL season is over, but we're going into the last week and I always enjoy this because there for a while I really was struggling with the Titans. I would have to root for four teams to lose and my team to win and I always would dive deep into the scenarios, but it's always like a fun thing to kind of look at. Well, if these there's still a 0.03% chance that the Giants can make it into not actually now. I think they're actually out. But there's like if these eight teams lose and they win, they can yeah. still get in. And it's just kind of fun. So we can dive deep into that next week. Yeah. But when sure. it comes to like diving deep into I just wanted the fun little uh, you know, betting stories and then the uh, kind of break down this upcoming week, but we don't really at this point, you probably got all your information from ESPN of what happened last week. So, but yeah, yeah. no, it's 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 bittersweet. We're getting to the end of the NFL season. I mean, playoffs are great; they're fun. But uh, you know, remember remember now. You know, come April when you're dying for football, we should have maybe not taken for granted this Jets versus Browns on a Thursday night. You know. People, people are like, oh, it's a bad weekend of NFL matchups. All the matchups suck. Well, you know what else sucks? Watching no football in the middle of summer. You have to watch baseball. So yep. count, count your blessings. As you, as a wise man once said, you don't ever know when your next fo- your last NFL season is. Shout wow. out Big Cat. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I turn on NASCAR thinking I'm bored and I just want sports, it's a real low moment for me. It know? is. It's a low moment. So Baseball yeah. is a very low moment. Yeah. Sorry, sorry for the baseball fans to listen to the podcast. Uh, you're not going to hear me once say anything nice about baseball. Ever. Uh, so I'm going to uh, kick off words with Mason. I just said kitsch. I don't know what that – I was thinking – I don't know. Uh, my matchup of the weekend is going to be – Dolphins at the Ravens. I'm surprised that the NFL didn't decide to flex this into prime time. It's a 12 o'clock game. Uh, with both teams coming off an impressive win last week, I can't wait to see uh, what these two will do against each other. The Ravens uh, do have a winning record, so if the trend continues uh, with the Dolphins, that means the Dolphins will lose the game because they haven't beaten a team with a winning record this season. Boom roasted against the Dolphins. Yep. Do you have a prediction, Tins? Um, I have, I have one. I, I have two predictions. Two. Okay, let's hear it. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to win. Uh, I think what 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 I've noticed a lot happening in the NFL is teams get complacent. Um, you start winning, everybody starts hyping you up, and then boom, you get knocked down a peg. I mean, it's happened to every team this year, including like the Forty ers the Eagles. Chiefs, Cowboys, I mean, everybody. It's happened to everyone. Um, and then I might be buying stock in the 49ers curse. Um, every team that has beaten the 49ers this year, their starting quarterback has gotten a season-ending injury the next game. Mm. Kirk Cousins, Joe Burrow, um, there's somebody else I can't think of Think of right now. I saw the list earlier. The 49ers only lost three games, um, now four with this Ravens loss. So, I'd be careful if I was Lamar, because curses are real. They every... like to run the ball with Lamar Jackson. Yep. So, hmm. interesting. interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. I'm going to go on record and say something that I might regret. 
I'm gonna go ahead and lock it in right now and I will put my money where, where my mouth is. If anybody wants to reach out to me on social media, I will show the, the ticket slip. I will do two unit bet on whatever team plays the Dolphins in the first round to win money line. I don't even care who it is. I think they're frauds. I think they're fraud. We've seen this before. Like, have we not with them? And I think they're everybody well, loves. Well, go ahead. What if they don't win their division and they're a wild card team? That's yeah, and they'll play whoever, and I will bet whatever the team is. You know, there's still actually a chance they can miss the playoffs. Exactly. I'm, you're making my point for me. I just I feel like everybody gets hot. They beat the Cowboys last week. Everybody got all excited, and I just. I don't think it's going to happen. Like I like to I like root that. for Tua. He's had some injuries. I just don't. I don't see it happening. So I'm going. I'm going to lock it in. I will do a two-unit bet. And if anybody wants to see the proof, but whoever they're playing, I may regret this because watch them play like the Steelers or something. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to root <laughs> for the Steelers' offense. But we'll see what happens. But I will lock it in right now. Watch this not even get exciting and they miss the playoffs. And then we're like, great. I, w- <laughs> I wasted two and a half minutes on this bit. But you know what? Who cares? Okay. I like it. I like it. You got to have right. hills to fight on. That's right. Okay. Go ahead and shoot your matchup of the week. All right. My matchup of the week, um, sorry, is Raiders Colts. Uh, kind of a random one for you. Um, but I th- the Colts are in the middle of a, of a playoff push. They can still technically win the AFC South. Um, they've played very well all season with Gardner Minshew as starting quarterback. I think Shane Steichen really does deserve some coach of the year um, hype because he has taken a team with low expectations um, and really shown that the Eagles are really missing him because he, he was there. He, he seems to be like the brains of the operation because they've kind of fallen apart without him. Um, and then on the other side, the Raiders have been playing well. It's not very pretty. It's pretty ugly to watch, but Antonio Pierce um, has really kind of got the boys fired up, playing hard for him. I think he's really going to try and push for this head coaching job. And I think Mark Davis might give it to him because I think he knows he messed up when he didn't give it to Rich Passaccia last time they had an interim coach who performed well. Mm. Um, yeah. So Antonio Pierce, you know, he's looking to show that he's he's capable of taking this head coaching job and, and Shane Sykins team with the Colts is trying to stay in the playoff mix. So I think this is going to be a fun game. Um, so that's why that's, that's where I went with that one. It's a little bit off, off the rails there, but yeah, it's also a game. I'm just keeping my eye on for other things for another team that I currently want to punch. Hmm, I wonder who he's talking about here. Well, do, you, no. do you have a, do you have a guess Zach? Oh, yes. The Chicago bears, right? Is that who he's talking about? Big hater of the Bears. Um, yeah. I will say I would love Tins' worst nightmare is to get uh, is, is the Bills to go on a run here. I would love to see a Bills Jags matchup in the playoffs. I think the world wants that. Is that possible? The world wants it. Yeah, it's very possible. Um, right now, it's really looking like it will either be Cleveland in Jacksonville for the first round or the Bills in Jacksonville for the first round. I don't want either one of those things to happen. Browns currently winning right now. The Browns, Browns smacked us around. Bills look good. Well, 
if uh, if the Bills play the Jags, you need we really need to have you put your money where your mouth is. Not even we could do some crazy stunt like you could get egged or something. I don't care, but you should do something because you've been such a hater on the Bills, and you're not a you're you you've kind of went back in your shell with the uh, the Jags a little bit. You've gone on record yeah, saying no, you're, we're, you're you're okay we're, with missing the playoffs. I'd like to miss the playoffs so our GM yeah. could get fired. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. Well, um, Bills think, play the Patriots this week. Jags play Panthers, so pretty easy wins there. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we'll see what happens. Well, I think if the Browns win, they actually can't fall below the fifth seed now. So we would get the Browns because we'll have the mm-hmm. fourth seed unless something crazy happens and we win out and the Chiefs lose one more. Then we could then we could get the Bills. I don't want the Bills. Karma's coming for me. <laughs> I already know it's coming. I've said so many things. And I will. so many. So turn my phone off for a while. <laughs> is it best bet time, everybody? Yes, let's let's hit some best bets. I need to make best. some money. I need to make some money now before I have to go off the grid when the Bills <laughs> go beat the Jags the by thirty in the playoffs. <laughs> best bet. Right. Best bet. All right. I'm gonna kick us off. I'm going with a player prop here, and I apologize if the line moves. Player prop, I've gone away from them in our bets because I will place it, and then it will move by like 18 yards, something ridiculous, like in an hour span. So uh, I hope this line is still uh, live when you guys listen to this pod. It's going to be Gerald Everett, over 40 and a half yards receiving the Chargers are playing against the Broncos, who have allowed the second most receiving yards per game by the tight ends this season. And then here is Gerald Everett's stat line for the last five games. Uh, seven receptions for eight targets for 42 yards. Five receptions for eight targets for 41 yards. Five uh, catches for eight targets for 39. Four catches for five targets, 44. Four catches for four targets, 43. So I think he's in that kind of ballpark there. He's getting the targets. He's playing against a team that doesn't cover well against the tight ends. Give me that line at over 40 and a half for Gerald Everett. Lock it in. Yep, I love that. I think Easton Stick has kind of settled in now without Justin Herbert and the offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, is really dependent on Everett since you know Keenan Allen's been out and – some of their other top tier guys and Everett's a big safe target in the middle of the field that Easton can hit and help move the chain. So I love that prop from you. Um, if you guys are listening to this on Friday morning, I would jump on it quickly. Player props love to move. And ma- after Mason takes it, the books will move it because they're scared of it. <laughs> they know. <laughs> they know. Well, he, I have a parlay right now with uh Brown's defense to score a touchdown with, the Gerald Everett with DeAndre Swift touchdown and the uh, Browns defense already scored. So let's hope this line, you guys can get it. Maybe add in the DeAndre Swift anytime touchdown if you wanted to to help complete the parlay with me. There you go. Even All right, perfect. How about you, Tins? All right, my best bet we talked about earlier, I'm going Bama money line. Uh, it's currently at plus 102. Probably, it's going to hover around there you're not going to get it for much higher um and like i talked about earlier you saw the michigan team players staff whoever on that espn live 
coverage. They didn't want to see Bama's name pop up there. Um, you could hear it audibly, people going, oh, no. Like, I mean, it's Yeah, they didn't want to see Bama. They were hoping it was Florida State. Um, and and I just think Nick Saban has this team locked in. It was a team that that didn't have the normal Bama expectations going into the year. Um, a lot of people kind of doubting the quarterback position. Uh, Jane Milrow, who had a great end of the year, um, could have honestly, if he would have played like that all year, probably put himself in the Heisman contention. Um, yeah. So I, I love Bama here. I'll, I love Nick Saban as an underdog anytime you can get him. And another thing that pops up for me is Jim Harbaugh at his time at Michigan is three and seven in bowl games. Uh, if you have time to prepare for Michigan, I think you figure them out pretty quick. They're a pretty one-dimensional team. They're going to depend on uh, the running back, Cor- Cornell, I think his name is, or Blake Cornell, something like that. He is the – is the Yeah, Quorum. He is the first, second, third, fourth, fifth option on their offense. He is yep. he is their offense. Uh, Bama has one, one really good strength this year on defense, and that is taking away the run game. They're a little bit iffy in their secondary. But I will take my chances with J.J. McCarthy trying to throw against an Alabama defense. Tough. Um, Tough. Yeah, and I just – I truly believe – this is where I lean back towards like Zach's Big Ten and SEC bias. The Big Ten does not fare well against the SEC, the athletes, the style of play that we play in the SEC. Like the Big Ten really – they like to play slow, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust type deal. Like, And that's not going to work against Bama. Like Alabama can yep. – he can dice you up through the air or he can run all over you. And I just don't think Michigan's seen anyone at the same level – as you're going to see Jaden Milrow all year in the SEC. So yeah. I love Alabama here. I love them to win it all, to be honest. But give me give me Alabama plus whatever anytime in a, in a playoff game. It's fair. Yeah, I'm on that one too. I agree. And it's a great bet. That's I would have picked it if you hadn't already picked it. Ooh. So uh, here's mine to wrap up. Um, our, this is also going to be my um, – Next guy up, parlay bet. Uh, so <clears throat> this counts for both here. But I'm taking Ole Miss at plus four and a half. Um, I already took them as saying I think they're going to win that game against Penn State. They're four and a half point underdogs. And so I think with that four and a half, um, I think that there's there, – honestly, there's not gonna, I think there might not be that many points scored by Ole Miss – I mean by Penn State overall. Penn State's defense is pretty good. So even if it gets into a, a defensive battle here – um, I'm going to trust Jackson Dart. I'm going to trust the Ole Miss offense to uh, to cover that four and a half points. I think pretty easily. I think that's it's a pretty safe bet, honestly. Yeah, I like that. And that's it. All right, so that is going to be Zach's uh, leg of the parlay as well. True. I'm going to give out mine real quick, and then Mason, you can go ahead and wrap us on up. I've got Rams money line. Uh, this Rams team is clicking on all cylinders right now. Um, offensively and defensively, um, getting hot at the right time. Sean McVay is a great head coach. Stafford and and all the weapons that he has um, with Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby and Karen uh, – I can't ever remember his first name, but Williams, the running back. I mean, he missed like six games and he has over – Kyron. Yeah, Kyron Williams. I mean, he is lighting it up for them. So they're playing a team – 
the Italian dream is over for the Giants. Um, yeah, this stupid hand motion. I don't care, Italians. You can come after me if you want. You guys are annoying uh, through dumb accents <laughs> and your stupid cutlet. Oh I've heard 10,000 things about cutlet sandwiches. We get it. You guys like the thin fried chicken sandwiches with spaghetti sauce on it. Hens they- hates Italian people. No, I just <laughs> this whole team. Tommy DeVito thing has really got on my nerves. Please um, put it in the description. I can't put that if you think we're racist. Um, I'm just annoyed with how over the top they've been because Tommy DeVito got to start for him. It's because Tyra Taylor was hurt and they didn't have another quarterback on the roster. He's healthy, and guess what happened? Tommy DeVito right back to the bench, buddy. So We were just kidding. We love Italians. Whatever y'all like to say. <laughs> Mwah, mwah. Oh no! <laughs> to the bench, to the bench with your fresh, with your fresh mutts and your oh, your what? Uh, that's so what they good. call mut. That's what they call mozzarella cheese. Ital- New York Italians go fresh mutts, fresh mutts. What are you? <laughs> it's mozzarella. On the Italians. Who just, knew? There's, there's a show I watch. There's a there's a, another podcast I listen to, and there's a New Yorker fake Italian on there, and he. It's been on my nerves this whole time. It's Tommy <laughs> DeVito thing. So it's brought, it's brought me joy that Tommy DeVito's back to the bitch. Mm. So Matthew Stafford's going to New York this week, and he's going to put 30 on him. All right. That's not where I thought this was going, there but go. I'm here for it. <laughs> okay. Third leg. We're going to turn things around, everybody. Tampa Bay money line. The NFC South is a close race as of right now with the Buccaneers one game ahead of the Saints and the Falcons. The Saints play against the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay this Sunday. This game can mean a lot for both teams in regards to their playoff chances. I'm excited to see if uh, if Baker Mayfield and the Bucks can take a hold of this division or if the Saints are going to make uh, this thing go down to the wire. Mm. With that being said... The Bucks are on a four-game win streak. They have covered 10 of their 15 games. 10 of their 15. What's the percentage on that, Dr. Math? 66%. Look at you. He didn't even need me to... Wow, that's impressive. Um, where the Saints have only covered four of their 15 games. What's the percentage on that, Zach? Four out of 15? Yeah. Mm, worse. Correct. Like 23%. I don't know. Yeah, not looking good. So let's not worry about points here. Let's just take Tampa Bay at home for the parlay at minus 142. While I am closing us up here, Tinsley, can you go ahead and put that in the odds yep, machine? I got it. For us? I got it in the odds oh, I got machine. It already. I took it. Did you get it on DraftKings? I got an ESPN bet, actually. Ooh. Oh, had some money floating around in there still. Uh, plus 364. So Ooh. I got it. It's better there. All right. So take it on ESPN bet. We do not, uh, you know, we need to add that to our sponsorship. We need to get them on board with all of our multiple sponsors. Just, you know, need money for us. ESPN, FanDuel. They can all pay us to advertise. All of them. You're correct. All right. But um, the guys and I have been talking about our goals for 2024 and our goal is more listens. So please tell your friends, your family members about the podcast. If you're not a sports listener, 
Uh, tell everybody, check out the Messing Around Mondays. We have some exciting, fun things planned for Messing Around Mondays. Now that some of the holiday festivities are behind us, we're going to be coming up with some creative and fun ideas for Messing Around Mondays. Yes, Zach. Yep, there's big stuff coming for sure. B- big stuff. And so we're, we're just super excited about what we have planned for 2024, bringing in the new year. So please check out all of our podcasts. Go listen to old episodes. Check us out on social media. But we appreciate you guys uh, for listening, for tuning in. And you guys have a great weekend full of fun and be safe out there during the New Year's.